Hello, and welcome to the Justice at Work podcast. I'm Zach Panter. And I'm Catherine Gavrilides. And we're here to talk about depositions today, what they are, what our clients can expect, and how to prepare for one. And depositions are one of the parts of a lawsuit that I get the most questions about from clients. If you've ever watched Suits or really any other legal TV show or movie, then you've probably seen a deposition. Um, The client sits on one side of the table. The opposing counsel sits on the other. There's usually a court reporter present, sometimes a, a video camera pointed at the client. And every once in a while, you'll see the client's attorney lean over and whisper in their ear before the client answers a question. That's the Hollywood depiction of a deposition. Uh, In reality, depositions aren't as exciting as that, though they can definitely have their moments. Yeah, and they might not be as exciting, but that also means that they're a little less intimidating. And so we're here today to talk about what a deposition is to sort of get rid of a little bit of that, that fear factor with the get rid of a little bit of the drama. So what exactly is a deposition? Well, to start, it's part of the discovery phase of a lawsuit. And discovery is basically when both sides of a lawsuit, both parties are just exchanging information. Each side is trying to gather evidence to prove their case. Um, And our clients obviously are going to know the facts of their own case, but there's usually some information that could help prove a case that the client might not have access to. So for example, um, we might be representing a client and we might uh, request that the business um, that we're suing sends over a client's work emails that clearly show that they were working overtime or that they complained about harassment. And within the discovery phase, there's a few different components and depositions are just one of them. So we'll get to depositions in just a moment, but for some context, sort of the first thing that's going to happen in a deposition is that each side is going to send out what are called discovery requests. And these are usually in the form of questions about your case, in which case they're called interrogatories, or requests for documents or other evidence that prove your case, in which case they're called requests for production of documents. So for example, um, a a discovery request may uh, to a client, to, to a plaintiff in a case, may ask that that plaintiff to recount the content of a conversation that they had with a coworker, or they might receive a request for production to produce emails that they sent to that coworker after the conversation. But within these discovery requests, what Zach just described are what we call written discovery. Uh, within the discovery phase of a case, there are all the, also depositions. Each side likely takes them, and the plaintiff, the person bringing the lawsuit, is almost always deposed. As a plaintiff, depositions are one of the most important parts of the discovery phase, but they can also be a lot more intimidating than written discovery because they're in the moment and they're present, kind of responding directly to opposing counsel. So you don't have the benefit of talking through your answers with your attorney first or having them walk you through the process. Because our clients have so many questions about depositions, we thought it would be helpful to give everyone listening an idea of what to expect and how to prepare. With a little bit of preparation, a deposition can go from intimidating to empowering. And it's the client's best opportunity to tell their side of a story. So let's talk about what an actual deposition is like. Realistically, it's just a question and answer session between an attorney and a witness. 
So when one of our clients are being deposed, they're being asked questions by the attorney that represents the individual or the business being sued. A deposition could be in person, in which case it's going to look a little more like those classic TV setups that Kat was talking to uh, talking about earlier. Or, which has been the case a lot more lately, the depositions can be taken virtually over a program like Zoom, for example. In both instances, the deposition is going to consist of the person being deposed, that person's attorney, the attorney for the other side, maybe a representative for the other side, and a court reporter. And that court reporter is going to be transcribing the deposition word for word. You may also be recorded on video, so if you're in person, you might have, see a video camera set up, or if you're on Zoom, they'll just hit the record button. And deposition can last up to a full day, um, though sometimes it might only take a couple hours. So a deposition will start by a court reporter asking the person being deposed to swear an oath that they're telling the truth. And this might be the most important thing that Kat and I talk about today. Um, you have to tell the truth. Um, you're giving testimony under oath, and even the smallest things, it's just so important to tell the truth because a lot of a deposition is not necessarily about what you're saying as much as it is about being consistent in what you say and making sure that what you're saying is accurate and it's the truth. So a deposition might seem a lot more casual than a formal trial. I mean, especially if you're on Zoom and you know you might be wearing a nightshirt and PJs as your pants, but you should still sort of think about it in the same way that you would think about giving testimony in a formal courtroom before a jury. If you wouldn't tell a lie then, you shouldn't tell a lie in a deposition. Kat's now going to tell us a little bit more about the purpose of a deposition and how to prepare to be deposed. Well, like we mentioned earlier, a deposition is part of the discovery phase. So the purpose of the deposition is really just to gather information. A deposition is one of the only times that you'll be able to tell your story in your words. So you want to make it count. And this can seem a little intimidating, but with a little preparation, you can use your deposition to bolster your case. So what do you need to do to prepare? First, you want to review the facts of your case. For many of our clients, the deposition will take place months or even years after the events of their case unfold. So you'll need to review the relevant dates and times of uh, key events, the names of the people involved, exactly what happened. And we ask our clients to go over the documents from their case, such as a complaint, their written discovery responses to help jog their memory. At Barrett and Farahani, we also meet with all of our clients before their deposition to make sure that they understand which facts are most important to proving their case. And moving on to the deposition itself, it's important to remember that this is a question and answer session. You'll be getting questions from an attorney. That means, first and foremost, that you should listen to the question being asked. There's no time limit for you to answer, no requirement or benefit to answering immediately. So it's best that you take a few seconds to think about the question asked and then answer that question to the best of your knowledge. You may not have all the answers and that's okay. If you don't know something, you can just say, I don't know. The other benefit of taking a pause is that in the event that um, there is a reason for your attorney to object, it gives them a moment to speak, speak up. And again, kind of to reiterate what Zach said, it's really important to answer the question honestly. 
deposition is not just about you telling your story. It's also about you proving that you can tell your story honestly with clarity and accuracy. Even a tiny lie about an unimportant topic can completely derail your reputation as an honest witness. So even if you have to admit a fact that may be harmful to your case, trust that your attorney will do everything that she can to, to get past that obstacle. And, and yeah, talking about attorneys, what exactly is your attorney going to be doing during this whole time? Um, your attorney, if, if they're a good attorney, uh, is not just going to be sitting there. They're going to be actively listening the entire time. First of all, listening for questions that they might object to, as Kat mentioned earlier, and also listening to make sure that you're getting your, your points across, that, that the person being deposed is getting the most important points in their case across. So first, let's talk about objections. Um, as your attorneys, we will be listening for any questions that are impermissible. You might hear us object to a question from time to time uh, for that reason. So for example, the opposing attorney might ask you a question about communications you've had with your own attorney. This is something that's called attorney-client privilege. If they ask a question that veers into this realm of attorney-client privilege, this realm of communications that you've had with your own attorney, we'll object to that question. We'll also be listening to the answers to ensure that the client's really telling their story. And you know, as we were talking about earlier, every case has, has certain facts that, that are just the most important facts in that they tie to the law. You know, X, Y, and Z happened, and those are the things that bring this case into the realm of an illegal action. So, you know, we can't really tell a client to say anything. That's impermissible. We can't we can't go on the record and say, well, the client forgot to say this, but I'm going to say it now. But what we are allowed to do at the end of a deposition is ask some questions of the client. Ask them questions that make sure that, you know, you clarify something that wasn't said perfectly or that get across some of those most important facts if they didn't quite hit upon that in the deposition. So as your attorneys, we'll be listening actively and making sure that the deposition is really reflecting the entirety of your case and reflecting your knowledge, your, your understanding of what happened. So let's run through quickly everything we've talked about here in terms of the most important things about a deposition. First, and I know we've said this a lot of times, it's so, so, so important to tell the truth. The worst thing a client can do is lie, even and especially about the small things. Next, listen to the question, take a breath, relax, and answer it to the best of your ability. If you don't know, that's fine, but there's no reason to, to get um, nervous and intimidated and, and to just blurt something out. And then the last thing is that there's really no winning or losing in a deposition. And I think this is sort of the biggest difference between a real life deposition and the sort of depositions on suits that, that we were talking about earlier. The goal is just to, to clearly state what happened to you. The content of what you say is obviously important, but, but it's sometimes equally as important to just show that you can tell your story with clarity and accuracy, to show that you are a good witness. The goal isn't to convince the attorney questioning you that you're right. You're, you probably won't be able to do that. 
But the goal is to show them that you're able to explain what happened to you in a clear and concise manner. So hopefully if anyone listening ever has to go through a deposition, it won't seem as intimidating now that we've kind of covered what the experience is like. So thank you for listening to the Justice at Work podcast. Make sure to subscribe to get notifications on new episodes. And if there are any topics you'd like to discuss, feel free to DM us on Twitter or LinkedIn at Barrett Farahani. If you have any legal questions, the attorneys at Barrett and Farahani can help. Check us out at justiceatwork.com or call us to book a consultation at 404-487-0909.